1: Good evening, Gabby. Good evening, TC, and welcome all to our weekly podcast, Terry Curran's The Curran View, with the idol of Mr. Terry Curran. And if you're listening free to the first half on either iCast or Spotify, you can follow the links on our socials and access the full podcast via either a, Apple or become a Patreon, all the W's. Dot, Patreon.com forward slash. SRB Media or follow the podcast on Twitter at Current View or on Facebook, The Current View or join the conversation in the group, which has over two three 3,000.2 uh, members now, TC. So thanks very much for your support. It's greatly appreciated. Steady away, mate. Yes. Uh, no, well, I'm not steady away
0: today. I've been running about today. Didn't I know you have. To, to dentist I was at, obviously
1: at the funeral yesterday. And, so, and um, you've cooked a, a lamb meal as well tonight,
0: haven't you? Yes, I've done a shoulder of lamb tonight for me and Jock. So I've enjoyed that.
1: There are no limits, TC, to your abilities and capabilities. There are no limits to a lot no. of the players this weekend. What have you, you sourced for the magic moment,
0: son? I have no fear. So whatever I do, I have no fear. Absolutely. You either do it well or you fail. One or the yeah. yeah. There's no in-betweens for me. What have I sourced? Well, I, again, as usual, there's that many that you could pick from. But I've gone for three this week, Gabby. Yeah. I've gone for three. The Chelsea goalkeeper put in a marvellous performance oh, against...
1: Oh, did he just? Yeah, he did.
0: Because oh, he's had a lot of stick. Yes. So, uh, please for it, because I, I quite like him. I, you know, there has been mistakes in him, but, you know... Uh, and if you're going to win major trophies, I've always told you you've got to have a good goalkeeper. Yeah. Mount's free kick. Yeah. Uh, goal. So, uh, that. And then, how would you pronounce it? Is it Edward Eduardo? Eduardo. Uh, Crystal Palace, the old red kick. I don't know if you saw it, but...
1: Yeah, Edward.
0: It would be a great goal. The the
1: Some fella, fella that used to win. play for Celtic. Yes. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: A magnificent pass to... Yes. Um,
0: Oh, oh, I thought Pops played quite
1: well. It, it he in that game. Well, I'm just trying to find a space to do the podcast. Uh, I've just gone downstairs, TC, and the cat, the rabid kitten, is jumping all around the furniture and has dive bombed onto the curtains. So I'm going to find myself in Tom's vacant room because he's on night. Yeah, um, Palace, actually, Palace play is one of my magic moments. I actually really enjoy watching Crystal Palace play. I like Elise, I like Eze. I think Edouard is a good player. And Wilfred Zahar, I think he's in the uh, I think he's in the form of his life. I think the kid is absolutely fantastic. And I thought last night, especially he, second half, he was tremendous.
0: If he if he added goals to his game.
1: He has this season, he gets, hasn't he? You know, yeah. he
0: gets he gets into some great positions, you know. Yeah, he does. You know, he'd be, I mean, he's a top player, don't get me wrong. I mean, I like him, I do like him. Yeah. He's got everything pace. He's not, he's not, he he not he's not scared. You know, if people catch him, you know, he'll get back up, he'll have a go. Uh, But he just lacks that little bit of finishing touch. Yeah. Uh, At at the highest level, when I say at the highest level, but he is a great player. Make no mistake, he's a great player. Do you know
1: what I would do if I was coaching uh, Wilfred Zahar? I'd say be more composed in front of goal. You don't have to break the back of the net. Just pace and place. What you've always said, Jimmy Greaves, it pace and place. Great goal scorers have that composure in the box and it's pace and place.
0: He all tries my, to smash strikers, it, doesn't he? All my strikers, if I was a football manager, uh, I'd be doing 20 balls, after have yeah. to mm. You know, just pace and place. Left foot, right foot, you know. Uh, going in take your time with it don't blast it you know you know when you're further back you've got to put more pace you put more power into it yep. you know when you're 30 or 40 you've well, got 30 35 yards out um, I just think he makes the wrong decisions at the wrong time yeah, he does in front of the goals Yeah. you know what I mean he'll shoot when I think he should have laid it mm. and then when he uh, and then when he Instead of laying it, it should be shooting. You know what I mean? Yes,
2: yeah, yeah.
0: But I do like him. I do like him. Uh, and in that game, the, the ball, the great ball, but both both two goals were great crosses. Yeah, you they know. were. Yeah, to, absolutely. You know, to pick players, that to pick players out. Yeah. You know, uh, there's no anybody can do when you, when you've got the regardless what any expert tells me on football. If that ball is perfect, it has nothing to do with people. Uh, not being picked up. If you look at Ireland, yeah. his movement in the box. Shearer was saying, all these great players, mm. you know, the movement in the box. I mean, I think Ireland's a better player than Shearer because he's got more technical ability than. Yeah, But the players what score goal goals, you'll see them they're always pulling off. Mm. So they've met space for themselves. Of course they do. And it's having that
1: player that can follow. And them. that's,
0: yeah, and that's why they, they don't become managers because they don't see the, uh, what the what, um, problem is when the defending and, and how to put it right when you attack it.
1: Absolutely. I remember uh, doing the interview with, uh, with Sniffer, at uh, Alan Clark and he was telling me when he played for Fulham with the great Johnny Haynes and Johnny used to say, you met the run, son, I'll find you. And and I was talking to... Uh, in fact, we've just recorded Book Corner Part 9 with Andy and our author of the month was Colin Abbott. And Colin was talking to um, David Platt, amongst others, for his uh, new 80s Aston Villa book. And and he was talking about the game uh, against Inter Milan when he scored uh, the second goal for, for Villa. Kent Nielsen scored the first one. He said the ball was put up to... Um, to Cascarino and he said I know that Cascarino wouldn't fight me with his head but he'd find Sid and Sid used to say wherever you are on the pitch I'll find you and and he said what a player left foot right foot precision passing I was in bang 2-0 and you know football is a simple game when it's played at its finest, Manchester City do that, pass and move, Spurs done it, Ipswich used to do it years ago. All the great teams. Pass and move, pass and move. You're then know, difficult. You need good pass what and you good get, movement. Gabby,
0: you'll get if you'll hear it, uh, Well, I didn't make me run because you didn't pass the ball. Yeah. No, make me run, but Absolutely. don't get off by the quality players will find you.
1: Absolutely. Hundred percent
0: whether they find it into space where you can run to, or yeah. whether they find you whether it's perfect for you, uh, you're you take it in your stride. Yeah. So, good players, the good midfield players will always find it. And it's having that understanding. Uh, and I'll tell you what happens. I mean, midfield players will look at the strike and think, well, you can't. You don't control it. Mm. That's sometimes why they don't play that, that ball early. Do you know what I
1: mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, and uh, Bakuna's goal for Birmingham City, I thought it was a tremendous strike from outside the box. uh um, they on a
0: good run, your team?
1: Yeah, at Hull City. We're going to be talking about all and the goalposts a little By bit later way, on. I
0: jock, and, and my brother David, I said these are eight the great 94 this Friday. Yeah. What you Friday? Yeah, Friday
1: night. We played Hull City on... Uh, Sunday. 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 Sunday at three o'clock.
0: I know we went Saturday.
1: No. Sunday.
0: Nine to four they were. Mm-hmm. Birmingham
1: are a decent, yeah. a decent price at the moment. John Eustace has done a really good job, and I've always maintained this. If you get a good manager, then you'll see the uh, fruits of, of his labours. When you have a poor manager, you just keep ratting around the same old holes, and it just doesn't work. You're putting square pegs in them, and, um, and, and he's really done a tremendous job. On a budget, he hasn't had a lot of money, but he's been able to bring in players. He's identified the areas that he needs strengthening and he's done a tremendous job Birmingham City are a team to watch this season because they've got a good manager. A forward to watch, TC this season, Ivan Tony. And I know that you was uh, watching Peppa Pig at the time that I was watching Brentford. But what a sublime goal! Because I did, I did comment, and Janet just posted me the picture of you. But um, I think you've seen it since. But since that goal, he's took some awful abuse from idiots uh, on social media it's about time do you know what
0: i'd like to say about this Jack? yeah go on you know th- people go on about these idiots on social media yeah how do we know they're not bots well i mean we don't but... I mean, listen what they're talking about clubs now uh, are being fined for controlling the fans How can you control Man United fans We're going to watch A Liverpool game No you, you can't don't know,
1: Absolutely is. no you don't How do
0: we know These are not bots On that And listen You're always going to get idiots And, it, and if we know the idiots Are stopping going Near mind football Cricket anywhere
1: But this 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 particular scumbag That did it Has got previous um, I believe well,
0: why, why is he on why, why is he on Facebook Or, or, or um, Twitter
1: Exactly Right, absolutely spot on. People will
0: post uh, factual things get banned off it.
1: I know they do, it's it's quite ridiculous. I've always said this if Twitter, Facebook, social media want to block your account 100%, they can. And this is,
0: of course, course no no swearing, nothing. No, 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 exactly.
1: This was racist and this was swearing. He's got previous for it. I'm amazed that he's still got a social media account. And these clowns that keep doing that, just block them
0: all. Facebook, Meta well, now yeah. that
1: owns them all.
0: They've got I the mean, ability I do to stop them. I do blame players at all because if anybody gives me any views, yeah, I just block them. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but that's the end of the yeah. hear from them.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, again, we've all had that because as soon as you open your mouth, you put posts up, someone don't like it, and some and somebody can put abusive comments to you. I've had it, you've had it, and I just block yeah. them. But it, it, exactly. is, it is a sad indictment of society that some scumbag, and, and I, I don't even think he was a fan of the team that they were playing against. It just beggars belief that some idiots probably... I mean, you know, I
0: used to drink when I was playing, Gabby. Yeah, I no, you know you did. But I, yeah. I went in far afterwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were, they were, they were great. You, said, you know, we said some bad things about you, but, you know, we're only trying to put you off.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. You know, but everything now gets thrown up. Everything gets thrown out of proportion, but
1: there is idiots about. Yeah, there is. Sadly there is and I did post I, I I retweeted it and shared it, etc. Um and I di- I did post up. It's a shame that his dad didn't wear a condom. But there you go, that's another matter, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Uh I, also I went... would not get
0: involved with them, Gabby.
1: No, I know. It. No. It, it that tra-
0: type of person I would block if, if I saw something like that because yeah. you don't know if it's a bot or not I no. have the time. So, if I saw a remark like that, i just go on. Like, see these adverts. What yeah. I do with these adverts, I go on and I block and I block the adverts because I don't want to keep seeing them.
1: No, absolutely, too. But um, Ailes Owens' crowd, <coughs> when they scored a last-minute winning penalty the weekend, it was absolutely fabulous. Getting some great crowds as well, Ailes Owens. I think there was 1,200 there at the... Um... Oh, blimey, I've their name escapes me and it's only down the flipping road um, where Ailes Owen play football. Oh, my God. You know, when a a name of somebody or the name of a a stadium just escapes
0: you.
1: you uh, I will remember where the Yelts play by the end of the podcast. Don't you worry about that. Uh, Book Corner in association with myfootballbooks.com TC Andy from... MyFootballBooks.com always sends us a recommendation. And this week it was Maradona, The Boy, The Rebel, The God by Guillaume Balagay. And also he sends us an On This Day. uh, And it was... 20th of October 1976, a young 15 year old Diego Maradona became the youngest player in Argentina's Premier League. He turned out for Argentina's juniors at the age of 15. I mean, what a player. Let's just indulge in Diego Armando Maradona briefly, too. To for me, the greatest player of my lifetime. Not well,
0: another. I'll always go with George Best, but yes. listen, when you look when you go with him, when you go with uh Messi Mineldo today, Cruyff, uh Rivellino, Pele, Pushkas, they were all great players, but I could watch Maradona. I mean, I'm not like Messi English because he's not he's Maradona only did what anybody else would have done in that position, you know, and if you could get away with it, he got away with it. You know what I mean? Yes. He took some stick. I mean, going about they one about Ronaldo and Messi—they couldn't take the stick he took. No, they could not no. take it. And to do, to, to, to perform like he performed, unbelievable. Yes, yeah. and taking drugs. Yeah, you know cocaine and that type of thing. Mm. That's going to affect your game, you know.
1: Yeah, I must admit, I've never the strongest drug I've ever took has been a new refen. um. So I, I can't even comment on stuff like that. But I'm sure it must do. Um, uh, in terms of the stick that he took, oh, absolutely. Football was a very, very different game back when Maradona He's played. Got
0: everything, hasn't he everything,
2: oh, uh, I... I...
1: Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10 percent on your first month. That's BetterHelp. H-E-L-P. I just think he was the greatest ever. Ability? What was he? Five foot five? Five foot six? Something like that.
0: You know. I mean, there was faith, a- power and, and technique. I mean, he, he talk about anybody could make a ball talk. He could.
1: Oh, 100%. I remember, the, the. I guess the goal really that that summed up Diego Maradona for me was the goal that he scored against Belgium in the 86 World Cup Finals. I can't remember if it was a quarterfinal or semi-final game now. I mean, it was a long time ago. But he scored yeah, a goal. And he was almost like off balance when he shot. And anybody else would have fallen over. But yeah. it was almost as though Maradona thought, I can't fall over because it spoils my goal. And he kept his feet and he wheeled away and, um, and just punched the air as he did. And, just sort of, and when he first came and played against England at Wembley in 1980, he went on an amazing run, similar to the goal he scored against yeah, the, yeah. against England in '86. He'd done it six years earlier at Wembley. And unfortunately for Maradona, he just went... The other side of the post at Wembley, so we've yeah. never really seen it again. But if you go onto YouTube and you look at that game, that run on is on there, and it was fantastic. And 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 Diego Maradona was just, uh, it was you, just a breath of fresh air.
0: When you go on about that that goal, yeah, unbelievable because he is off balance. Yeah, but yeah. The, the goals, the absolutely world, the goals, world class goals. I'm looking for a word to, to describe them. You know, I think out of this world. Other people, you know, couldn't have, couldn't have done it. Couldn't have done it. You know, I mean, I've, I've noticed under that it... pressure. I mean, today's a bit different, you know, because they're playing on perfect pitches. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, they're playing on perfect pitches. No physical. I am mean, we're talking about physical challenge, not challengers. Today they get a challenge.
1: You look at, some of them were assaults too. I mean, you know, you played in them days. They
0: were they were physical well, assaults. They wasn't challenges. No, listen, every, everywhere I go, if I'm with kids, people say, bye, uh, that took, took some stick. But he did take some stick, that Maradona. Oh, Christ. They, they, took, they, they took him out. Waist high. Unbelievable. Yeah. Unbelievable. <laughs> yeah. Unbelievable. But he, I can remember Kenny Swain with his hand behind his. Over, under my neck to pull me and choke me like, you know what I mean Kenny Clement I've, Kenny Clement i great bad tackles myself but Maradona took some I've never seen before it was
1: Kenny Clement wasn't it that, that done that not Kenny Swine yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah so Diego Maradona The Boy The Rebel The God by Guillaume Balagay and there's lots of Maradona books and videos etc and uh, I, I'm, I'm sure that that everybody has heard of Diego Maradona, even the young kids, although some of them might not have seen him play live. And, you know, there's been a lot of recently in, in the press about we're going to have first sightings of aliens. We're going to be introduced to aliens. I was introduced to an alien in 1980. His name was Maradona because yeah. he was from another, another planet. planet. Absolutely. Without, without a question of a doubt. That's the
0: only eight Listen, there's been such thing as aliens because there were, what it is is it, 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 these scientists what put things out there Yeah, because they could make anything can't they yeah. make things look like it I don't know if you believe in them but if they were aliens they'd be in touch with us and we'd be in touch with them
1: and yeah, we were in touch with Diego Maradona and what a player and what a sad miss to, uh, to humanity to football and yeah. to society and,
0: that's, and that was suspicious his death
1: Absolutely, I think there's a lot of suspicious things that that we have absolutely no idea, and defenders had absolutely no idea how to stop him. A wonderful book I want to talk briefly about, Blood on the Crossbar, The Dictatorship World Cup by Rhys Richards, and it's a book about the 1978 World Cup, how Argentina got it, and it was the most politicised World Cup ever. It was the junta who was involved at the time when they... they, uh, had the World Cup I think they took control in in 1976 the year that Maradona started playing but I was listening to a podcast the other day and it seemed regular and commonplace that that military regimes were uh, running countries like Argentina, like Brazil, like Chile, it happened a lot out there in South America. And um, beforehand, the state of of Argentina was was unbelievable. It was absolute chaos. Inflation was running at. at that's ar-
0: what you get when you get these, you know, dictatorships, socialism, communism. Yeah. And that's what you
1: get.
0: Mm. You know, the, the argument about capitalism. We get, let's get up for politics but they all go about cap- capital. well socialism and and, and uh, communism Look at the houses and mansions. these lot live
1: living. Yeah, absolutely. You'll you'll get more billionaires they've, they've in communist places. places yeah.
0: Big houses, big mansions. You yeah. know, it's all,
1: it's all crap anyway. Absolutely, TC. say. But it was a brilliant World Cup, wasn't it? The 1978, oh, yes. the ticker tape, the uh, Aussie Ardiles and.
0: Brilliant, absolutely. I told you about. Uh, yeah,
1: Kempes and Lukay and, and, and uh,
0: Lukay. I played and Kempes. That's saw my autograph when we played against him.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and 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 while that World Cup was on, there was um th- there was people being tortured. Not yeah. far away from the ground, and they said they could hear the roar of the crowd from the torture chambers, and, and this was like 1978, but away from the political side, this is it looks as though it's gonna be a great read. The World Cup was a fantastic World Cup for me. I love the opening scenes on ITV, they did and, and they had all the like the kid that flicked the ball over the back of the neck. And I remember you know you can close Close your eyes now and you can see the ticker tape coming down yeah. from the yeah. 1978 World Take. Cup final in Buenos Aires. Was,
0: that, was it the midfield player centre-back? Rudy What had a shot like, I don't know what.
1: What
0: a magnificent free kick uh,
1: strike them back 55 yards 40 yards out well it used to be, uh, Harry Hahn had a Haan, brilliant because uh, he was a midfield player in, in, yeah, and Harry they Haan. brought That's him the back and played centre half didn't they yeah. I think he played in both 74 and 78 but uh, the Dutch one of the greatest teams not to win a World Cup and while I'm talking we've all seen
0: great teams but I would advise any young player any young footballer yeah. and any young man what loves football just type in uh, 1970 World Cup final Italy and Brazil, and then and then tell me about how good football is today compared to on bad pitches.
1: Yeah, I mean I've always said this. I don't think football is better today. Football was better back then. I think you got. <laughs> again it's difficult to compare More because
0: technical ability,
1: yeah. Yeah, yeah it's different eras and, and, and so on and, and what have you but there's a wonderful book by Aidan Williams who's part of these football times uh, called The Neely Men and it goes back to the World Cups where they the teams didn't win it so they uh, it starts off Holland. chapter one. Yeah, it starts off chapter one. Uh, Argentina, nineteen thirty. 1930, Austria, nineteen thirty-four. Brazil, fifty. Hungary, fifty-four. And it, and it goes through and Holland in seventy-four and seventy-eight. And it goes through all the World Cups and looks at the Neely men, the teams that didn't win the World Cup. So it looks a tremendous read. And when when we do look at the greatest teams that didn't win the World Cup, Holland. 74 and 78 are always up there, and, and Brazilian 82 because they were in our lifetime too. <clears throat> but before that, the um, the great wonder bar team of uh, of Austria were another team, and and a largely forgotten. And there's a great book about the uh, generation of the wonder team, the rise and fall of. Austrian's Wonder Team by Joe Araf. And um, we're going to be talking a little bit more about that because I've got a, a Strange But True later on. And um, it's a close encounter type of uh, Strange But True, but uh, nevertheless fantastic. And third in the trilogy, we always have three, is the current book that I'm reading, Alchemy by Christopher Hull. It's the. Um, the story of Brian Clough and Peter Taylor at Hartlepool's United. A tremendous read. Yeah, I've rid- seen
0: that It must be on Facebook.
1: It must be on yeah, it's, a, it's, a, it's a great reader. I didn't realise that the 1962 when Brian done his um, his crew there against Berry. Bury. Bury John, yeah. M- John McGovern, you know, was in the crowd watching it. I was. Um, I
0: went to watch Barsley play Hartlepool. OK. Uh and I, I, I stood aside outside the dugout, not where they come out now, where this guy's the middle of the pitch, and it was like a downhill. That was always a good pitch. And um, I remember saying to Bray, look, sit down and shut up. I like, 10. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Did he say many? To and then yeah. I really
0: sure.
1: You know, we're playing for it. Many years after, didn't he say, oh, I remember you. You were a lippy 10-year-old that told me to sit down and shut up. But it goes through Hartlepool and the development of the ports and the shipyards, etc. And it is a fascinating read. <clears throat> and George Hardwick was the manager at Sunderland and um, and gave, he gave Brian the job of managing the uh, the youth team. he done very well when he was managing the youth team. He got Colin Todd there, uh, John where um, amongst others. And um, and unfortunately then Hardwick got sacked and, and, and Clough, Clough's time at, at Sunderland finished. But the, the, the boys were saying in the book that Clough changed everything as the youth team manager, you know... Forget about running and, and doing all this fitness work. And he introduced the ball and it was uh, it was training that they'd never seen there at at, um, at Sunderland before. But um he, looked,
0: he He always said I was there for three years mm-hmm. it. You know You know that is what you need to control. Yeah. You give that away, you've got a chance of losing the game. Yeah. That's the football, look after it.
1: Absolutely, and it's you know, it's not difficult, is it? That is that is the controlling piece of equipment, if you like, in a game of football. It's the football. If you have that, if you're in possession of that, it doesn't matter who
0: you can master that.
1: Yes, yeah. control it absolutely.
0: Where what's around you, you'll not lose many games.
1: But it doesn't matter who you're playing. If you have that ball, they can't score a goal you're against you. It. I mean, yeah, I mean it really is that simple. And if you put <clears throat> that ball in the back of their net more times than they stick it in yours, you win the game of football. So you know, Cluffy was a man—a uh, football, a, a man that kept football simple and in its simplest form. I think football is the beautiful game. Uh, topics of the week, TC. Um, have you ever heard of sober tents? No. You haven't? Sober Tents. Sober Tents. Well, I caught up with Alan Hudson because he phoned me up today and, and started talking about these Sober Tents. If you look on his socials, he's done a, a piece in Hudson's view and I've loaded up onto his socials for him. And um, I recorded a little bit of uh, 10 minutes or so where Alan Hudson indulged in Sober Tents, his thoughts on Sober Tents, and that lovely little story about the great Bobby Moore as well.
0: I'll have to have a
1: look at it And we've done it I'll have a look at it
0: Well let's because... have a let's have a listen
1: now So uh, yeah. Alan The Sober Tent Tell me about it Sober Tent or Sober
2: Tank Well it's um, I, I was thinking of, of, They were a bit late with this idea I, I know it's, it's the Arabs that have done it But I thought they should have introduced it In the in the 60s and the 70s and that it for the players really um, because I no, no one ever believed me Paul but on my first uh, my first ever England trip uh, it was uh, it was when England used to the headquarters was Hendon Hall yeah and we was at Hendon Hall and uh, I remember that I think it was a trip when Bobby Moore told me I'd be playing and I didn't play. And uh, and, I just, and he apologised for me. He said, sorry, I said, it wasn't your fault. He changed his mind at the last minute. It was that trip, I think. And they had played uh, Ireland, and we got back to the hotel this night and got back there about midnight, well, after 11, 11, I don't know what time, whatever. I didn't take much knowledge because I was disappointed with being told I was playing then, not playing then. And uh, for, uh, I'm not sure if I was rooming with Summerby. It might have been somewhere like Summerby. And I'm getting ready for bed. And he said, What are you doing? So I said, I said, well, I'm going to go out bed. He went, No, you, no, you ain't. He said, "We're. The phone will ring in a minute. And it was like 5 to 12. And uh, the phone rang at 5 to 12. And he All right, all right, yeah, 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 yeah. Put the phone down. He said, Come, we're off. And we went down to Fire Escape. And uh, there was a big red jag there. And Bobby Moore's sitting in the front of the jag. And we've all piled in the jag. There's five of us in the jag. And we're going, driving down an all Circular to a party. So this this was what it was like. This was my first England trip. And I thought, so much for Ralph Ramsey. And, you know, he's a disciplinarian and all this. And, and we got to the party. And it was, because Bobby at that time had a... Shares in, we had a partnership in pubs with a fella called Jimmy Quill, and uh, it was Jimmy Quill's place. And he, I remember him ringing the bell of this, this like come house. And hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget?